Jack, you've got cybersecurity on the mind as an investment theme after last week's and, well, been going on a couple weeks now, the drama over the Colonial Pipeline, which is resolved after they paid through some crypto. But what's it mean to you as an investor and an economist? Sure, it just means that it, it crypt, I mean, uh, cyber and all the issues related to cyber are going to have an increasingly important part of our business, our government, really our lives. And so uh, from an investment standpoint, that's a theme. Uh, it's a what we call an aspirational theme, which means that really takes a 15 year time horizon. We put together uh, uh, cybersecurity as one of nine themes that we've developed. Uh, and uh, we think, as I said, that it become a much more important part uh, of the ecosystem. Uh, if you look at how cyber as a theme has traded relative to the market, it's really tracked the market uh, over the last several years. But over the last 12 months, particularly as we rely on the Internet, the cloud and everything to, to really do everything, um, it's really started to accelerate. You can see here, uh, this is the NASDAQ uh, Cybersecurity Index, um, really bouncing from roughly the, the base of the pandemic all the way through today. So will cybersecurity stocks be able to extricate themselves from this overall kind of defrothing that seems like it's happening right now, Jack? Yeah, I think this is a, a real quandary for, you know, someone wanting to get into a space like this uh, or any other, you know, thematic strategy um, like, you know, fintech or uh, uh, next generation transportation. And I think the argument that that I would give is, again, we have to maintain a 15 year time horizon. And over that kind of time frame, valuation is much less important. Um, I can give you an example. You know, if I were Johnny come lately and I decided to invest in the Internet theme in 1999, uh, no, not knowing that right around the corner, we would have had an 85 percent market pullback in that space. If you look at Internet theme in 2014, 15 years later, you still in spite of that drawdown, you still would have been up 300 percent. Jack, I know that uh, your your team has a cybersecurity portfolio that, that you've constructed. How do you think it fits in kind of with the overall uh, investor uh, kind of portfolio thinking about tech? I mean, if we've seen some of these big tech quarantine specific stories start to unwind, can you use something specific like cybersecurity as kind of a proxy for tech overall? If you're worried right now that there's going to be more downside or uh, is this kind of on top of an existing uh, tech position? Yeah, I think it's a, a great question where it fits in the portfolio, because if you just look at, you know, um, portfolio characteristics of thematic, it, you know, it, it looks like international or global small cap. And yet the, the problem is, as I mentioned before, the time frame is much longer. These are much more, more volatile. They're more sensitive to changes in interest rates or any other kind of dynamic, what's going on in the field. Um, and so you really do need to separate thematic away from your traditional stock portfolio, which we characterize as a seven to 15 year time horizon, and really put it away for, uh, as I said, 15 years or more. This way, you don't have to be right on valuation. In fact, you don't even have to be right on individual companies. As long as we're buying you know, an adequate, diverse uh, basket of the theme, it's sort of the Peter Lynch approach. If you like uh, a sector, just buy it all and just let it play out. 
So part of this, uh, as uh, we saw the inflation story build last week, the pipeline shutdown kind of added into that crude story. So I'm going to make a little smooth transition here into macro conversation, Jack. Crude oil at $65.5, pushing up towards its recent high. What do we think about the potential for oil to rise further from there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's entirely possible. We're seeing certainly commodities would be that, you know, uh, the canary in the coal mine when it comes to pricing and, and inflation, we're seeing that happen. Uh, at the same time, I think we have a Federal Reserve uh, who is emboldened by their 40-year history of keeping a lid on inflation, and I think they're willing to let it run hot. Um, perhaps hotter than most of us believe, or at least they're letting us believe. And so while it seems to me they're taking a head-in-the-sand ostrich strategy with respect to inflation, um, I do think that uh, inflation is going to run hot. We're starting to see, like I said, an early indication in the oil market, copper, other metals, uh, lumber, a lot of places. Uh, and, and we believe this is not uh, the transitory story that the Fed is peddling right now. We think it is a little more persistent, particularly when we start to see it in wages, when we start to see it in expectations. And that's already happening. Okay, so how does one kind of put uh, uh, buffers in their portfolio if they are thinking along your lines that it is going to heat up more from here? We've been talking Bitcoin and kind of the truths emerging between real gold, digital gold narrative, but even gold, I mean, it's up 1% since the CPI. I guess it's doing its job storing that value. Bitcoin's down 22%. Stocks are under pressure, but some of the other cyclical stuff is working. So what's the best way to take advantage of a warmer inflationary? environment yeah i mean you know oliver i i'd be a big a fan of cryptocurrency bitcoin and the like if it uh, had the same volatility as gold unfortunately right now um you know thanks to speculation or whatever um crypto bitcoin in particular is seven times more volatile than gold and so as a store of value it's really to me more of a speculation as you know people try to get comfortable with where it fits in the portfolio meanwhile of course gold's been around for thousands of years it has been a steady store of value over time it's probably suffered uh in recent months as uh you know traders shift out of their gold position and perhaps into crypto but i think over time um you know gold's going to prove its way that you know as long as real rates stay negative and go farther negative which i think they will uh that's going to be a tailwind for gold